Happy Friday, my podcast family. Welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Okay, let's continue with Psalm 119. Today we're looking at the section consisting of verses 105 through 112. Reading from the Common English Bible. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light for my journey. I have sworn, and I fully mean it, I will keep your righteous rules. I have been suffering so much, Lord, make me live again according to your promise. Please, Lord, accept my spontaneous gifts of praise. Teach me your rules. Though my life is consistently in danger, I won't forget your instruction. Though the wicked have set a trap for me, I won't stray from your precepts. Your laws laws are my possession forever because they are my heart's joy. I have decided to keep your statutes forever, ever, every last one. (laughs) Don't you love how this section begins? God's word is a light unto our feet. That doesn't mean that we're supposed to trample on the word of God, you know, walking on the word of God, but that it guides our steps. It makes the path clear. And this can be paired with two scriptures. It can be paired with Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, which instructs us not to lean to our own understanding, but to lean to God. And through his understanding, our ways will be directed. And then another scripture that this can be paired with is with um, Philippians 4 and 7, that when we that we learn the peace of God that transcends all understanding that he gives us when we pray and allow his word to instruct us, right? So you see how both the Old Testament and the New Testament, they complement each other. When you know that you are walking by God's will, which will always be in agreement with his written word, then you have peace and your path is clear. Today's section is really about our psalmist keeping a promise to God. In verses 106 and 112, he states that he will always put God's word first, that it will be a priority, and that he will let nothing come in the way of his following God's word. Do you think that he's actually going to be able to keep that promise, though? I think it will be tough. Not because his heart isn't in the right place, but because he's a flawed human, just as you and I are. As Paul confessed in Romans 7, verses 15 through 16, you know, where he says that that I want to do, I don't do. And that which I don't want to do, I do do. Right. It's because he's flawed. (laughs) And notice that our psalmist said that he's going to keep all of the word of God, all of the laws and precepts to follow each and every command, right? And even though that he's suffering and in danger, that even that won't get in the way of him keeping God's command. Pretty noble. I just don't think he's going to be able to do that. Let's not forget that there are hundreds of of commands the Israelites had to follow, not just the Big Ten. There were laws on purity, laws on bathing, laws of living in harmony with your neighbor, how to treat foreigners, how to live with them, and how to worship God. 
So for him to say that he would keep every last one of the laws sounds good. It's just not possible. And this is one of the reasons why you had the priests that had to consistently make atonement for the sins of the people, as well as individuals going up to the temple to make sins on their own behalves. We are sinful people. We sin, right? But we are not to get disheartened. Jesus was able and did keep every command. And because of his obedience, we are now free to live in him. And so even being free to live in him doesn't mean that we just do whatever we want. We are still to be just as committed to our relationship with God through Jesus Christ as our psalmist is committed to following the word of God in the Old Testament. We are to make God a priority. And I know, and knowing what Jesus did for us, that to me leads us to verse 108, where it says, accept my spontaneous gifts of praise. Right? When you think about what Jesus did for you, doesn't that make you just want to shout (laughs) or just you just become so overwhelmed with how good he is that he did that for you I love that verse because I can feel the enthusiasm in our psalmist can you he is overjoyed with the word of God and this can be our story as well As I walked home from the gym this morning, I noticed how beautiful the sky was and how bright the day was. And I did an internal celebration where I thanked God for a beautiful day that he did a really good job of making today really beautiful. (laughs) And that I noticed it. See, the spontaneous gifts of praise don't always need to be witnessed or heard by others. Just as long as the one that you're praising hears it is enough. But that isn't, you know, prohibiting you from bursting out if you want to. (laughs) What is our takeaway for today? Well, I think it's twofold. To remember what Jesus did for you, for me, that allows us to be where we are in him and to celebrate God. And then two, to find ways to show God that you notice him and appreciate who he is and to praise him for his goodness. As a caregiver, you may, you may be suffering, as our psalmist was. You may feel as if you and your loved one are in danger. Yet our psalmist shows us that it is essential to have a proper focus. The focus is to always be on God, to prioritize him, and to allow him to illuminate your way forward. That when we prioritize God, and we get out of the way, and we just prioritize him, that his word can truly be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our journey, that we, he will help lift the burden that you're carrying as a caregiver, that he will make things clearer to you in the direction that you are to go, and that you can therefore minister the act of caregiving with peace, knowing that you are following God's word. Let's pray. Father, we come before you 
celebrating who you are, a mighty God, a God who has laid out a beautiful, beautiful love letter to us in your word that instructs us that not only did you create us and formed us out of the dirt, but that you breathed life into us, that you are very much in the details of our lives, that nothing occurs in our lives that you aren't aware of, that you have not ordained, that you have a good plan for us, and that you require of us to trust you. And Father, we know that we're flawed just as the psalmist is flawed. And even though we may want to do everything right, we're not capable of it. That's why our Savior is so important to us. Because as he sits at your right side and he speaks intervention of our behalf, we allow, he allows us to have a certain freedom from our flawed behavior, that your spirit that lives within us now helps us and guides us to make better decisions. And so we come to you truly wanting your your word to be a lamp into our feet. We want to prioritize you in our lives. So show us how to do that, Lord. Identify things that have gotten in the way of us placing you first. And then help us to be obedient when you show us those things to set them aside. As caregivers, Father, you know that caregiving can be a very heavy, heavy burden to bear. Emotionally, it is not easy watching your loved ones suffer. Watching them be in pain. Knowing that the end may be coming a lot sooner than what we want. Yet you watched your son on the cross die for our sins. And so you understand the heartache that we feel. But you also know what him dying on the cross would do for us. And so therefore, we may not understand why you're going to take our loved one this way. Or why they had to go through this particular illness or accident, or disease. But we also know that there is the other side where we will see them, where all of this will be made right and it will make sense. But until such time, Father, we lean not to our own understanding. But in all our ways, we acknowledge you so that you can direct our path. Bless the caregivers. Bless everyone listening today. And help us to celebrate you, to have spontaneous gifts of praise, to notice you in the crafting of the trees around us, in the bushes, in the flowers, in the butterflies, in the bugs, in the dogs and cats, all of that that's in our lives. Help us to see you and to celebrate you, to not take you for granted, but to lavish you with our flawed love, but to give it to you freely. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, my beautiful podcast family, go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.